panel bars, both switches, so kill switch, map switch, rip the get system off the handlebar, uh, start button, uh, subframe, uh, fork tube, like fork tube, inner in, outer, like not just a scratch, like a, a crushed fork tube, um, gas tank, and we run special gas tanks, like big, bigger ones, so they can go the length of the moto. Plastic front number plate, rear fender, of course. And the craziest thing of this whole whole thing is, guys, is that when he crashed, the bike was kind of upside down. Oh, two radiators, sorry, two radiators. And went upside down and spit all the coolant out, and we had to replace the motor. It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian Motocross Race Review, featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Galt, with your host, Ken Ken. Woo! Yeah! Keep going, North, boys! Woo! Okay! Woo! Welcome, everybody, to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, my name is Ken, and as usual, we have the Canadian motocross personalities that everybody knows and loves, Galdi and our guy on the ground in France, uh, Ryan the Newf Lockhart. So Newf, uh, I guess maybe just to start this out, let's put all the results aside. We'll obviously get into that shortly here, but uh, what can you tell us about the, the week or the, the five days or whatever leading up to it in general? Um, just things like how the team was getting along how everybody felt going in, any funny stories. You said, mentioned something about bed bugs. <laughs> Maybe get into that. Just fill us in on how the week went. Well, Ken, I can tell you it was a lot more than five days that I've been here. Um, I've been over here uh, going on 10 days, actually. Oh, wow. But um, honestly, like, this is going to be, you know, we're going to talk about the results and everything like that. But, man, the trip has been really solid, like, we came over here early to get some testing in. We had our stuff over here, blah, 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 keep going on. Two days of riding, Tuesday and Thursday of last week was really good. Like, boys broke good, got time in on the bikes, got time in on these. The tracks are so Euro, and the two practice tracks that we ended up riding were, like, really good with elevation, hard-packed, kind of how Erne was. Um you know, obviously Ryder and Dylan, you know, they've been teammates in the past. Um, so they get along really good. The The question mark was, how is Dylan and Jess going to get along? Um, they were great. They were honestly really great. Um, everybody, when we get into the results, we can talk about it. But, like, it's a question mark in my head of, like, where did things go sideways and, and how did they go that way? Um, because everything leading up until Saturday – when the gate dropped for the first qualifier was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, okay, my first fucking thing is why is it Ken? It's Ken Ken. Stop doing that at the beginning of the show. You're Ken Ken. Okay. The people want that. That's okay. who you are. You're fucking labeled. You 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 hang on to that. Um second thing, Noof, like you're not you're not making me love this right now. Like I I, I want every I wanted to be there. The phone call on Wednesday Got me all excited. Mm -hmm. I was actually hammered drunk when you guys called me, which was awesome because it was like fucking whatever time your guys was. We were having a good laugh. I'm all excited and everything like that, selling it, big, all this and that. And um, I'm guessing that your tone here pumping up the celebration kind of leans to the results. It just, it went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, I'm guessing. And that's why you're... I don't know. I'm not buying what you're selling me, man. I, yeah, feel, like well, I feel like you're lying to me. I feel like you're lying to me. At the end of the day, like, or like, do you think I wanted to come over here for a week with a fucking uh, B final and we didn't even make it, right? So it's a bummer, man. It was a super downer. Did we race well, the C final? The Canada no, final? We, no, we, no. I mean, we <laughs> thought we were going. I mean, we thought we were going in it. At one when was that? Time. When was that? Uh, Saturday night. <laughs> oh, Saturday night. oh, like Saturday yeah. at the end of the day. Like at the end uh, of the day. Yeah. Oh but my the God. winner, the winner out of the C final goes to the B final. Okay. Oh my God! Like an in front just coming up the. <laughs> so Tim Hortons hockey. Everybody's yeah, winner. Like you fucking... win, you win C, you go to B, 
U and B, you go to A, right? So it's who was who? Who won the C? I don't know. Kyle, okay. you know who won? Iceland. Iceland won. Yeah. Oh no way! Really? Okay. Yeah. Right now, I know. won, but um, yeah. At one point, uh, right after the the last, there's so much to dive into here with the docking. Like, man, we got docked all weekend. Like, Jess got docked in the in the qualifier, and we're like, holy fuck, we're going to, and they couldn't get the sheets out quick enough, and it was just, man, I don't know. They're not actually for being. Um you know, as big as it is for that. I remember that when I did in 14, like try to get information yeah, as far as results. Hard. Like it's, it's really not that quick to get no just someone to go. Like even Courtney texts me and I'm like, get your ass to the media tent or the, the fucking tent right now and demand the girl running the fucking printer gets you the results. You can do the math. Like well, they need to have it out instantly because there's not much time for everything, obviously. No. Yeah. And Man, if you had seen the elevation that this track was on, so Kyle Springman actually was the guy at the media tent getting the the printouts and stuff. Man, you have to be an athlete to go up these hills. Like it was unbel- it was hard to travel around there. And so but- this is blaming Springman because he's not in shape anymore. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> no, he was in shape. He, well, he's actually sore. He was sore after that going up the hill, but it's tougher than doing two so, pro motos. <laughs> yeah, and so like. We weren't sure, like, I mean, Dylan obviously freaking ended himself in the, in his ache, whatever, well, the MXGP, sorry, uh, qualifier. And do you know, the, I'm going to list out the parts that we had to replace on this motorcycle, and it's going to blow everyone's mind, but we weren't in a huge hurry because we knew Ryder was riding well, and we knew that Jess was good. We didn't think there was any chance in hell that we were going to the C final. So we were slowly rebuilding a motorcycle, but not in a huge hurry until Jess's docking came out and Jess got docked and we wouldn't, have, we still wouldn't have made, made the, uh, well, we still wouldn't have so had to go. To- I want to know. Okay. So when I'm watching and Ken, you were watching on Saturday, yep. like they brought it up on the TV show. Like they said it during the race that Jess Pettis was docked two positions on yeah. Saturday. How yeah. the fuck do you not know that? And I can know that in fucking Ontario. It's crazy, man. Uh, I didn't know. I mean, uh, we had radios and headsets and everything, but they weren't working. Like nothing was working properly over there. But we knew he got docked, but we didn't know where that ends up in the points and the structure. And it was just, it was a complete, you know, after Dylan going down, and I would, I think Jess would probably be on my side with saying this is that it was like, okay, Dylan's gonna, Dylan's gonna get what Dylan's gonna get, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11 in that one. Ryder's gonna get his result, which Ryder rode well. And Jess was, you know, Jess came through the pack and, and yeah. did ride well. But then the docking, and we didn't know, but. The bike situation. So when Dylan went down off that off that freaking tabletop, you you guys ready for this parts list? <laughs> Wait, let me let's before we get into the parts list, let's talk. Uh, big shout out KTM Canada, Husqvar Canada, Gas Gas Canada. I won't do the full reads because I want to hear this from New Fear, and I know the people that are tuning in are going to want to hear that too. We can save giving these guys a little more love at the end. Race Tech Suspension, Charlie Johnston, Racing Suspension. Good job, Goldie. <laughs> Yeah, Bristol Coachworks. Uh, make sure you hit them up on YouTube or on um, Instagram at Bristol Coachworks and CallisMoto.com, Canadian brand, focus on the ride, fueled by the passion. That's a shorter read, so that's why I kind of put that one in there. Um, and I'll give those guys the reads at the end. Please support them because they support us. Now, Noof, obviously, I know the list of parts because I was with Digger uh, at Go for Dudes this weekend, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like, holy so- shit. So I'll start from the, the top and go to the bottom, but so handlebars, both switches, so kill switch, map switch, rip the get system off the handlebar, uh, start button, uh, subframe, uh, fork tube, like fork tube, inner in outer, like not just a scratch, like a, a crushed fork tube, um, gas tank. And we run special gas tanks, like big, bigger ones, so they can go the length of the moto. Plastic front number plate, rear fender, of course. 
And the craziest thing of this whole whole thing is, guys, is that when he crashed, the bike was kind of upside down. Oh, two radiators, sorry, two radiators. And went upside down and spit all the coolant out, and we had to replace the motor. Okay, so... Um, the only thing that was good on that thing were the two wheels, the triple clamp, <laughs> and the frame. Just destroyed, destroyed. Yeah, I, man, like... Give us, give me a cost. I mean, I know what it is. I think my digs kind of shared. He said he was in around eight, nine thousand dollars. At least, at least one crash. Well, at least, and and thankfully we were able to. I mean, we had Ben, uh, Courtney's boyfriend over here, um, and he knows a lot of people, and obviously Dylan knows a lot of people. Man, we were freaking scrambling, and we had a a spare bike from another team, and we were robbing parts, and and so when we thought we were going to the C final. Um, there was only about an hour and we still had the head off the motorcycle and there was no front end on the bike. Colton was rebuilding the fork at Shoah. Um, it was, I mean, the, the motorcycle was destroyed. It would have been better to throw the thing out and get a new bike. Like it, literally. Okay. So in the moments of this here, so the C final, this is actually like all of a sudden like a thing. Like, okay, guys, we might have to go to the C final. So yeah. there's no results. You don't know the results. You don't know who's in the C final. There's nothing. And then there's panic of trying to build a bike. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I have a bit of a rant on the team. I thought there was way too many people there for Team Canada. But this information just wasn't available. Or Springman well, couldn't find it. Or John Roney. Yeah. Or or fucking no. Matt Duroy. Or whoever no. is just kind of gathered around the tent could not get this fucking info. Well, no, Kyle Springman went to go get the information. And because at the be like we didn't think we were going to the C final, but it the way our phones weren't working properly, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking, and it wasn't updating, it wasn't uploading. And so we we're just like, fuck man, we need to grind. So me, uh Braden, Dylan's mechanic, and Ben were grinding on this bike and we we're doing a full fire drill. Riders crash in his um in his quality. Uh, ended up bending a set of bars. So they the KTM guys were working hard on their shit. And Nico was trying to get just because all three guys go to the C final, right? But anyways, it wasn't that it wasn't as close as we thought. I mean I mean Kyle came back with plenty amount of time to let us know that hey we're 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 in the B final. We're in the B final. It's all good. It's all good. So we all stopped, took a breather and then Braden and Ben went back to work on the on the motorcycle. So the 30, what was it? 31, 12 got us in the B final. Yeah. That's what, or 31, 12 got us in the B final. Yeah. Um, geez. Well, no, 31, Christ. 31, 14 or 13. No, I, I thought he got like 10th and then got docked. No, too. no, he was, oh. he was, yeah, he was, oh, okay. he was 12 and got 14. So yeah, 31, 14, I believe it was. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about this docking here. So, uh, I'm obviously we're in Ontario and, and get text messages and, and Diggs is around me talking to me and this and that. Did I read that Jess didn't understand the flag rules or did he just not see the flags? That he didn't see the flag. Okay. And then, you know, cause the rules you know, different, right? We, there's a, we there's talked a, to, yeah, go ahead. So, Sorry, go ahead. No, it is different. It, it's really, really confusing, which I, I mean, it, it fucking shouldn't be. Well, Dylan there's a there's a, a still flag, you uh, no no jumping, a waving flag, yellow flag, jump, or... yellow flag. You can yellow flag not waving. You can jump. You can do basically whatever you want. No passing, but the waving yellow, you can't jump. Well, that's not really that confusing. I know, but it, at a, it at a professional a little, level of racing, it, it, I understand that. It, but it was a little bit confusing. Dylan fully understand and it, explained it, and then we even got confirmation because in the rule book. Uh, for motocross of nations, it says this. It just says, I, I forget what the wording is properly, but it's like a standing yellow means basically show some sort of uh, caution, like some, like okay. I don't know what, like exactly how how they worded it. <laughs> it's like a fucking any any open book. Okay, if it's out there, guys, just like try to not. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, was try weird. not to do something Make wrong. Make sure you like, look around a bit. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like it's okay right there. You just made it sound like it, it's not clear again. Like every fucking rule book around the world. I know. Like I yeah. should say, if it's out, you can jump, yeah. ride normal, yeah. but be aware that there's something on the other side, basically. So at the end of the day, Jessica, I, and I, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know where it was where he got the tube. Docking. The docking. 
So to fast forward a little bit, because since we're talking about this, so this is even more crazy. So in the B final, I'm standing in the middle of the track up on the hill. Beautiful spot, by the way. Like, fucking great spot to watch. And McNabb, because Pettis went down, right, after the start, uh, second corner, when he was in first or, well, second, actually, because he did get past around the second corner. But so third corner, he goes down. And a guy about four or five laps and just completely destroys himself, like destroys himself. And this little rhythm, it was that big long, right after we're Dylan crashed on the table, the long uphill, uh, long uphill left sweeper. You can go inside roll double to a sit or a, a single to a, another landing or go outside and jump. Anyways, long story short, I watched McNabb jump on this and he couldn't see, he couldn't see. And this is another story but he couldn't see and Pettis was right behind him. And so I go over the radio. I go to Ben cause Ben was on the radio down in mechanics area. I go, Oh fuck man. McNabb just jumped on a waving yellow, not Pettis, not Pettis. But since they just saw Canada, they gave Pettis 10 spots, 10 spots in the B final. Yeah. In the B final. And he didn't even jump on it. It was McNabb oh, that really? jumped on. It. Wow. But since it was his second infraction. So that's why it was second, more? That's why it was more. It was 10 spots. But it wasn't. That's, that's even more ridiculous, actually. It wasn't him, but they were literally like, this is when they got to like 9th and 10th or 10th and 11th or whatever they were at that point in the moto. Gave him 10 spots. We were laughing. Like, me and Colton were up on the hill and we were semi laughing at this point. Okay, I'm going to read you the rule. I just got it pulled up here. I'm going to read you the uh, yellow flag, stationary, danger, ride courteously. 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 Yellow yellow flag, wave, great danger, prepare to stop, no overriding, big reduction, speed must be observed, therefore jumps should not be attempted. Okay. The waved yellow flag takes procedure to the stationary yellow flag. Those are the that, that's the rule book. So how do you I mean it was literally from the time that ping pong ping pong ball got pulled out of the fucking bingo machine or whatever they want to call it and the guy like it just seemed like it was it was just crazy. Like it was nuts, like how sideways things went in such a hurry. Yeah. Uh, I guess going to the ping pong balls, what, um, I don't know, there's a good conversation going on. Well, I mean, it's been going on for years. Everybody, I think, I don't yeah. think I've ever met a single person who thinks that that's a good idea. What can they do to change that? Or, like, there's so many options that would be better, but what do you guys think would be the best option? Yeah, that's the dumbest. I don't even understand. This is the the biggest conglomerate of racing and motorsports and FIM. And we go to a, a fucking ping pong ball machine. When we have live timing, lap times, sector times, all this shit, when they go for practice Saturday morning, every group has their own practice. You go fastest lap times for gate pick into the qualifiers. Then from the qualifiers, they like, I just don't, this, it seems so dumb. And the worst part is these guys claim to have the big World Series and everything. There's like never any sort of like, growth towards fixing this like there's no, no modernization like they've used this ping pong ball thing since fuck i don't know the beginning of the whole donations yeah like it was funny maybe in, in year one in 19 fucking 32 or whatever the hell it was <laughs> oh look at this ping pong this is kind of fun hey we could put the country's logo on it and everything and like like how about let's get a little modernized guys we got live timing we got these athletes going for it in practice putting themselves online for nothing like yeah. literally, D- Dylan and and Pettis and, and McNabb could have just went in the practice and just rode around, get a little heated up, couple little laps. Don't even worry about times, or put themselves on the line, because they had to wait for the fucking ping pong. Ping pong, like it doesn't even fucking matter. Like, well, the ping pong no. ball was Friday. Well, right? and that's and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I like once again. I mean, somebody has to get fucking last gate pick, and of course. It had to be us, and it's the same other years and this and that, and people make it work and whatnot. But man, like, why are like, why is the warm up forty minutes long? Like, we did a forty minute. 
dude, 40 minutes for MXGP, 40 minutes for fucking MX2, and 40 minutes for MX3. Jesus. Like, you can't just take the fastest qualifiers that are there. Like, yeah. fucking Morocco, first gate pick. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, like, again, like, uh, the same thing. Like, how – it's, like, almost like talking about the, the – the government officials nowadays making all these decisions for us around the globe. And you're like, are you guys literally just sitting in a room and you can't look that that is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like where's just the common sense of just normalcy. Like that just is so dumb. Yes. Obviously maybe we're a little bit mad because Canada got fucked up, but it doesn't matter. Whoever got 19th pick or fucking 12th pick. You know what I mean? Like what did, uh, what did us do? You remember what Australia got? seven or six or something no, like that. No, I think I USA know. was in front of... I think USA, out of like all the contenders, USA had probably the best at around six, but I think Australia yeah. was 12 or something, somewhere around there. Yeah, 12. so they probably would have been one, two, or three, right? Yeah, with a sure. with a lap time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Maybe... For, I don't know what France ended up getting. Do you remember what France got, Ken? I don't They were know. in the 20s. They were in the 20s. Well, it, obviously it worked out for them, but they probably would have been five or four or something. That they, mm. I just, yeah, anyway, so, so dumb. I mean, it's been bitched about forever. Mathis has talked about it, Everybody does. But, like, the biggest event in the world, and you're going on these ping-pong balls. And maybe those sons of bitches put a little bit of weight in ours, and that's why we got the fucking last pick. <laughs> like, who? You it sounds know. like those guys are screwing us. Yeah. They're out for us. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> someone, maybe someone back at home at the... At the old, uh, the old group CMA, not the new ones that have been helping us. The old group made a call and like, "Hey, let's yeah. fuck them over because everything yeah. seems too positive this year." And too, I, just, too good. Just, I don't like that castle. Give them last place. <laughs> no, it was just unbelievable though. Like the chances of pulling that are like, I, I shouldn't say winning the lottery, but it one is, in thirty-seven. Yeah, one in thirty-seven chances. At Redbud last year, I went to the to the thing where they do i didn't go this year but i was doing track walk or whatever but anyways i went to this thing last year you know you do an atlas brace track walk you have a bunch of kids follow you around yeah i was in the program (laughs) um no it's like it's it's a little bit of comedy show in there from like the mxgb like they get up there the fim guys and this and that and man courtney was telling me they pull 37 in canada and everyone's like oh like everybody in the crowd right like it's yeah. just it's just bizarro to me you know what i mean like bizarre to me that a team that has whether it's usa or france or whoever it is that's lining up that have committed to this series or committed to this event that they have to go off of that like it's 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 luck of a draw man with the way the start was this weekend i mean yeah i was trying to be positive i kept telling the guys we can do it from out here we can do it from out here but dude, it was a long ways out. Like yeah. a long well, ways out. Pettis is pick in the in his uh NRB final. He got the whole shot. Yeah. Yeah, nineteenth. But he was right? yeah, nineteenth pick. Or, or what did we go? Uh three twelve, nineteen? Something like that. I don't know. But he yeah, he was mid 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 middle of the grade. Middle of the gate, yeah. But um, we literally lined up on the weather because it was weird. The way it sloped to the left, because everything on this fucking track was sloped, but the outside gates were sloped to the left, and there was it was muddy coming out of the gate with the way the tractor was killing it and stuff. And so the actually 37th gate, because everybody kind of lined up from the inside to the outside, of course, there was no inside gates left at 37 for our picks. Um, we ended up going all the way outside. Just like, fuck, by like, yourself out there. <laughs> like there's, well, there was a gap. Ben, there was ben a Watson, Team Great Britain. He took. He was. They had 36 pick. Great Britain did. Oh. And he went all the way out. So Dylan had to go right in the mud hole. It was a mud hole. Seems fair. Well, anyways, it, that's that is what it is. But well, yeah. I want to get into the track stuff because I've been listening to a couple other uh, podcast things and stuff like that. And I'll just get it. Let's do some halftime reads here because now we can kind of. Break down the whole trip, the thoughts, because obviously, you know, there's, there's going to be internet talk and there's going to be industry talk and yeah. those kinds of things. There's a lot of it on the weekend just with people that were at the races and everything like that. Uh, so big shout out, Renegade Fuel, races that win, pour it in. Hall Race Fuel, passionate about racing with the roots to prove it. Gopher Dunes, uh, the largest off-road recreational park uh, across Canada, multiple tracks and trails. 
Learn to ride at the Honda Red Rider training program and the pro shop with great stock on parts, accessories, and the service department. I was just there uh, these past two weekends. So they got a lot going on there. Um, I finished off my ammo series. Pretty pumped on that to finally take a break. Um, and uh, the last but not least, uh, the Matrix gang. I'm sure you're tired. Uh, I'm just sure if you have it in you to do this read. But Brad wants to hear it. Does he? No. Does <laughs> I don't know. Really? Does he really? Does he really? <laughs> Matrix Concepts Canada. Uh, Rental 100% Mobius. Uh, works connection strider balance bikes um we all could have used some strider balance bikes over here today when we were looking at the uh eiffel tower eiffel tower here today so um big thanks to those guys though mentioned concepts.ca check it out dealer locator on their online catalog uh check them out for the latest and greatest and uh you need some rental bars dylan right needed some this weekend but uh, <laughs> we had them supplied with that so okay, let's get into this. I got my I got a few questions here. You're obviously on the on the on the property this weekend. At, did any time did any conversations that you knew with sort of the industry insiders, whether maybe it was Parabinos that was there or JT or or even some of the maybe European contacts that you have through work, did it ever come up to where the rumor was the track got groomed and built to cater to the French racers? I never really heard that, to be honest with you. I mean, I did okay. talk to Parabinos. I did talk to JT. I did talk to, you know, lots of other Americans. We, uh, It was actually kind of cool. Dylan's obviously tight with HRC Honda guys. Um, we piggybacked him over there because he can't walk because his leg's fucked. Uh, and we sat down at HRC with uh, Jet Lawrence was there and Dazzy, which is obviously a, a big part of that program. And, I mean, it was... It was freaking full European, though. Like, this track, it was not deep. Um, it was square-edged. It looked like Nanaimo in, like, 99. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it was fucking that, that step up across the top of the hill into, a, into that over the rollers and then the tabletop at the top before they triple down. Yeah. Like, it was fucking dusty. Well, like, it was a dusty shit. Well, like yeah, the, bike never, the bikes never got muddy. Like, there was no mud on the bikes. So... Like it was, it was underwater, and we thought for Saturday for qualifying because they did that Blue Crew 125. Oh fuck! There's the next thing you got to get into. Jesus. The 125 and the 85 and the 65. We thought, oh man, like they're they're just this is on Saturday. It's not going to be like they're not going to groom it like they normally would or whatever. I mean, the dirt was good. It reminded me of Moncton dirt a little bit. Okay. But Moncton dirt without water. Is basically what it reminded me of. But then it got so beat down, it got so hard packed that as soon as they put water on it, it turned to fucking ice. And I know this because I was standing up on the hill, the opposite side of the crowd, um, and walking across the track, you wouldn't believe how fucking slippery this thing was. Like crazy, crazy, crazy fucking. Did you slippery. fall? I didn't. No, oh, I didn't. Damn it. I, did not. I know. I, well, I know. I, I wish I had a fell down the hill. That would have been the, the best thing of the weekend. But, um, but another crazy thing was too. And I mean, this was the same for everybody. And Jess Pettis actually brought this up. He's like, after we didn't make it out of the B final, he's like, I feel bad for these guys that are riding. This is dangerous. The sun, because it's so late in the year, the sun, so oh, it, doesn't yeah. get, it doesn't get light here until just before 8 a.m. And the sun starts going down at, I don't know, 6.30, 7 o'clock. So yeah. the way the sun was on the track, guys, it was unbelievable. Yeah, they talked well, a lot about that see, on the TV. Yeah, yeah, and I did hear that. And did you see, um, uh, it was Renault. He had like a, like a tinted extension to his visor. I'm sure. Yeah, going up those hills. Yeah. yeah, he had like a tinted extension on the yeah. on the on his Alpine Star helmet. Yeah, yeah I saw just had dinner. Just had dinner with Dylan, and Dylan was. We're obviously we keep talking about the race and this and that, and he's like, "Yeah, I crashed because I was going to the far right every time on that step up, coming up the big hill, the lo the longest hill. We got all the way down 180 back up. Mm -hmm. I was going to the far right every time because I knew there was no kicker on the jump." But the lap that he crashed on and did himself in the end of it, he had to go left because there was a lap rider there. 
and he went left, and he said, I didn't even see the jump. I just I just was going, and I just hit the kicker and went over the fucking handlebars. They couldn't see. And the amount of crashes that were in that B final was, I mean, it was astonishing. It was unbelievable how many crashes they were, there was. There were some guys that should not have even been out there. There were some guys that should not have been out there. Oh, but my. Everybody was riding blind. And I couldn't imagine that last moto um, of MX uh or mxgp and an mx or open or whatever they call it it would have been fucking blind the way those guys were riding yeah yeah but they did it like okay they did it. no it's the same for everybody i'm just saying yeah. they did it but it was crazy that how bad the sun was in in the eyes and just the shadows and stuff like that right so so uh, i want to get into obviously this year right um courtney gets back into the position which is amazing she does a great job we raised the money over 60k um, I'm going to throw it to Ken because Newf is on the property. Ken, you're, you know, let's call you the, you know, just the, 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 the Twitter fan, the internet fan. Yep. Is this with the success heading into it? Do we mark this as a complete fail? I don't or think so. Is there some sort of, what, what do you, how can we, what can we take out of it moving forward? Is there something to take out of it? Or is it just like, Full fail, reset, everything's fucked. We got to try to do this again. Like, how do you look at that as you being like the sort of a fan guy? Because I have my opinion on it as well. Well, as a fan over the last, whatever, 10 years following Canadian MXDN teams, it's nice to see, especially like in the weeks leading up or the week leading up, everything looks professional. They're getting ride, ride time, practice time. Bikes are getting worked on. Everything's looked after. And talking to you guys on that call that we had on whatever that was Wednesday, uh, it, it did seem like everybody there was was uh optimistic like i left that going oh, this no is gonna shit be good. ken well no shit everybody was happy at that time yeah, yeah and that's why nobody will hear it except us but yeah. um yeah i don't know i think you can't really lump the preparation and everything that went into it with the results it's motocross right garbage shit happens especially when you have ping pong balls to decide gate pick you just kind of got to gotta separate those two, compartmentalize them a little bit and say, this went really well, this didn't go well. So now let's just keep doing what we did on the way in and then figure out what we need to do at the race. If there is anything other than just bad luck or hope for a better ping pong ball, shit like that. But I think uh, there's lots to be happy about from the week yeah. leading up to it. But the race obviously um, was as bad as it could have could've so gone. two things you said it was any nothing but unprofessional back then so fuck you ken <laughs> secondly everything leading up to it obviously was done perfectly right raising the money all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. the shitty thing about this event with it comes so many eyes so much pressure and now in our world with the social medias all that kind of stuff this will be looked at as that fail yeah but i yeah. think and I, I was listening i'll steal this from lewis phillips he i listened to his um um, after race podcasts there post race podcast with riders he he kept he kept using this with some of the teams that the american was one of them i don't think this is a knock on the racers the canadian environment what we have going on in our country because dylan wright jess pettis and ronald McNabb are world-class athletes it just things didn't go their way they didn't ride shitty they didn't have shitty bikes they didn't fucking not train they didn't not eat right they didn't have a shitty setup it just was the nothing kind of flowed in a good direction starting with yes um said ping pong balls fuck almighty i just that's so upsetting <laughs> um but yeah. they're like what our country got to see is a great positive movement on the ground where Newf now can attest to it just seemed like nothing went right like when you were in practice right the times were good. Dylan was 11. Yeah. Pettis was like yeah. 12, 13 or something. McNabb was it like yeah. everything was pointing. And, but all yeah. of a sudden when racing happened, it was like, all right, everybody who the Canadian gods, let's just fuck these guys over. And, and Dylan's going to crash and his bike's going to blow up. There's going to be a huge expense yeah. for GDR when they come home. Um, McNabb, uh, uh, huge crash, I think. for everybody, Goldie, huge expense for everybody. I mean, right. Sorry to, inter- sorry to interrupt. No, 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 it's okay, like, yeah. it's, Man, the lead up, everything, and I'm not blowing whoever or whatever. Like it was, man. No, you're blowing. Courtney did a good. That's who we're blowing. She did okay? a good job. Like <laughs> yes, obviously she was the one at the end of the day that it, it weighed on her shoulders. But it was nothing that 
anybody did, the riders, yes. everything like that, they just fucking couldn't race, man, at the end of the day. And it did come down to the three riders that had to pull this together for Canada. But when I see fucking Dylan down, we put our two best guys in the two best spots for the B final. And Dylan goes down in the first corner. And Jess goes down in the third corner while leading or second or whatever you want. Dylan got a fucking horrible jump in that start. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. I know. But we said, you know what? If we're going to do this, we got to have our two MX1 guys or whatever you want to call it. We need to have them with the two best picks. Jess is a better starter than Dylan at the end of the day. And, man, like, it just – the racing could – couldn't go any worse. Like literally, it could not. Practice was no problem. Warm up on Sunday was no problem. Jeff was P one for the longest time in in uh, the warm up on on Sunday morning. The so hour long warm up, hour long, right? Isn't it an hour? I don't fucking know. The, it's, everything it's, over it's, too long. You got to fucking pull it for a gas stop. You got to pull it for a gas stop for crazy. <laughs> literally, yeah, I know. Literally. <laughs> And, you know, like you go back, Goldie, like, you know, if you look at Dylan's qualifying time, yeah. Um, like, he, yeah, he was 11th. Look at the guys that were in front of him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, we, it's just everything went fucking sideways when the gate dropped and the bullshit stops. Everything went sideways. And, you know, there are keyboard warriors that are going to say, and th- it was, man, this was disappointing. There was nobody happy. There was nobody high-fiving. I know Galdi liked to say this, hugging and this and that. Nobody was fucking happy after that. And I'll go down and, you know what, I asked a few people at the end of the day when things kind of loosened up. I think this, I, I think we might have been, what we had for our riders might have been the best team to not make an A final at Motocross of Nations. Ever. Like, literally. Yeah. Were we going to win? No. Were we going to get a top five? No. But we were in the mix with our guys. And yeah. we did not do it. We did not execute it. And as a team, we just we couldn't pull it together once things started going sideways. I, like I said, I think like the, the value that comes out of this for everybody that gets to see it and people that listen to our pods, whether you're amateur dads or mothers or, or racers yourselves that like it, this is how the sport can be. Yeah. You can yeah. do it at right. A mom and dad can go and buy their son every bit of best, the best bikes, the best products, the best parts, the <laughs> best everything. Have the motorhome, the trailer, the food, everything working, and they can get to the track. And little Johnny can get landed on on the first fucking jump in the first ten feet. Like yeah. that's the the super like worst negative of a sport, but it's also the almost the most attractive part of it because you can have it can also go the other direction so easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's fucking crazy. Well, look how at, that look works. At Netherlands. Look and, at Netherlands. And, and, Coldenhoff. Coldenhoff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they didn't get any It was wild too because normally I was again. I listened to Lewis's thing. Normally they would have got. I guess it would have been you know 37th in the motor or whatever last place was, but they just got a zero. Right, yeah, and well, the reason Dylan was zero too. Right, and the reason was is because no. Oh, um, Dylan started. Coldenhoff didn't start. Though, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Dylan actually got. A 37 or whatever it was in his yeah. thing or 32 however many guys were on the gate but um i but yeah they just get a zero um uh which is kind of weird B, even in that b final it was so crazy so obviously like i had said and don't mean to keep repeating myself but dylan goes down off the start pettis goes down dylan gets up uh and on the first lap you guys i you probably didn't see it but you know that massive triple step up that some guys were quadding yep yep Dylan lands on a guy right on his head, like landed on a guy. Like he just Jesus. demolished this guy, like just demolished him. Like it's is, is he? Do you know if he's okay or? <laughs> he, he got a, well. He the the flag was out for a couple laps, but yeah, the guy, like he just landed on this guy's head, and like Dylan, Dylan actually forgot about it until I brought brought it up uh, tonight today on the drive. And I mean, man, when you're at the back like that. And when oh, yeah. things go wrong, like you're just you're in this chaos. Like you said, Galdi, there was some guys that should not have been out there. Like, oh man, I don't know if I can't remember what if it was. It was a qualifier Saturday Green, or the B final. Green. Team Greece, yeah. Oh not my good. god! Like there was a guy 
who it, it, I, I, he, I, I, the camera was showing they were coming through the rollers and up to that triple that you were just talking about, that yes. quad thing. And some guy there, it literally looked like it was in the, like watching the go for new supercross and watching the background kids on the fucking beginner track. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm just like, what is that guy doing? Oh my God. Like, what, like, how is he allowed out there? But (laughs) it's not, it's not a matter of qualifying for you, right? You just enter your country, right? As long as you're stoked, they're just stoked to be there, right? So I have my my own, we'll call it that race tech rant, steal it from Steve. Um, I have a a, a small rant. um, And this is just my own opinion. Nobody else, I didn't talk to anybody else about this whatsoever on the weekend. I, I think we have too many people there this weekend. I don't know uh, if I'm wrong. I say I think there was too many people, and I, but maybe it came in handy when all the chaos happened. But like whether it's a cost thing or who got paid for, I just when I saw that picture in front of the castle, I'm like, holy fuck, what is this Team USA? <laughs> like yeah. it just seemed like there was more people needed. Uh, Am I wrong, Newf? You were on the ground. Tell no. me if I'm wrong. I just feel like that was way too many people to be a part of what our country is, the size of it, the the thing of it. Um, and again, I don't know who paid for who or what, what it was, but I just yeah. like looking at that picture. I'm just like, why the fuck is there so many people? Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, that's, that's something that could be argued. I mean, team USA, I believe somebody told me yesterday they had 71 people or team Oh USA. my God. <laughs> 51 people or 71. I, I don't remember which one it was, but a few beers going down at that point. I mean, we had three riders. We had three mechanics. We had uh, the wives of two of the riders. We had Coral for McNabb, so you can multiply that by another three, right? So uh, myself on behalf of GDR, uh, Matt DeRoy on behalf of KTM. We had Courtney. uh, We had Kyle Springman. uh, We had Colton Fasciotti, which was on behalf of suspension because we all do use SSS between the, the two manufacturers that were there. Um, there were some parents there, but when push came to shove at the end of the day, like under the tent, it was pretty separated. Like it wasn't, it wasn't chaotic by any means. I never once felt like it was overwhelmed. And I mean, with the amount of work with the rushing and this and that of trying to scramble, it was good to have an extra hand here and there. And I don't think anybody was a burden and, that's just my opinion. But then again, maybe I was wasted, like, space. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe Matt DeRoy didn't need to come. Maybe I didn't need to come. Would the guys have done the same? Probably. We didn't fucking make it. So, um, well, yeah. Thing. Again, this conversation, <laughs> this rant wouldn't have come up if we had our weekend that we all thought we were going to have. Right? Yeah, no, because exactly. we'd be all high-fiving yeah. and, there would, and fucking things are awesome, right? And there but, wouldn't be conversations within our industry. Like, I got multiple text messages like, Okay, and again, I was with Digger on the weekend. Like this eight or nine thousand dollar bill for Dylan's bike. Who? How, where does this get paid for? Well, right, and then it was, and then it was coming it. up. Like, why does this person got to go to to donations? Like, why couldn't we have a reserve? So maybe now there's planning. We should should we have a reserve for this type of, um, you know, chance ability, extra cost? Extra whatever, cost. Yeah. Is this something now that needs to be added to future to make it more um, comforting to said team owners? Sending bikes, like remember uh, what what is uh, when they went to England, right? Uh, you were there, Newf, in England. Uh, Kevin Tyler lost the whole fucking bike. Yeah, like twelve thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Just wash your fucking hands with it. And again, this is there's no fault of it. When I did it, I, I didn't plan for that. We we blew a bike up. Tyler Medalli's bike blew up on the Tuesday or whatever it was. We had a motor, yeah. but I just I didn't think of like, oh shit, should I have had more money? To buy well, the somebody, picture. Yeah, yeah someone's got to pay for it. Again, yeah. and, and this conversation only happens because it was a shit weekend. If it was yeah. fucking good, all of this sort of negativity yeah. would be buried. It wouldn't even be talked about. Yeah, well, the week off work right? that I just took wouldn't even have bothered me if we had it done good and we were all high-fiving and hugging at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it wouldn't have. Yeah. But, That's true. Yeah. But yesterday when I'm fucking walking to watch the first moto and I stop at the fucking beer concession and I buy a $5 euro beer... I'm like, fuck, man. I've, I've been here for... Only one here. beer? You only had one? No, I had a couple, but uh, <laughs> that was my first stop. But what I'm saying is, though, is like, man, like, I didn't get paid to come here. Dylan didn't get paid to come here. Ryder didn't get paid to come here. But it, at the end of the day, it does cost somebody money. It costs yeah. the teams. It costs the teams money. But this is the same argument. Like, Team USA, we hear about it. Like, remember, Tomac said the thing. is $10,000 out of his pocket to come yeah. here, right? 
Um, and not just him, let alone his team, like what that cost the team. I mean, we destroyed a lot of freaking parts this weekend, man. I took, I called Derek every single night and gave him an update of what was going on and, and this and that. And it's just like, fuck, like, oh man, it just, but it, when you're in the moment, you just keep going. You just keep pushing on. It didn't yeah. matter. Cost didn't matter. Yeah. Cost didn't matter when we're out there. We're pushing on. We're doing what we got to do. No, no, no. Like I said, the conversations only mattered when it to, goes to bad. people that weren't there going, oh my, oh yeah. my, oh my, right? When you're on yeah. the property in the moment, yeah, 100%, right? It's not coming yeah. up. And these are, this isn't some sort of, I'm not trying to create some sort of negative vibe. Like, no. Now, moving forward, it. right? Like I said, Cordy raised over 60K. So do we need 75K just yeah. in case, like this just in case fund, this insurance fund kind of thing of things to make sure, I, I, you know what I mean? It's, you know, this is the world we live in. These are the conversations we have, and that's why people want to listen to podcasts because we're, we're realists. Go, we're realists. Yeah, but if you go, okay, the budget needs to be seventy-five. You're going to find a way to spend that. You know, like it's 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 always going to cost money at the end of the day. Like the trip's not over yet. You know what I mean? Like it's always going to cost more, Galdi. When you did it, yeah. I remember when you got your fucking cleaning bill. Yeah, oh, yeah for, like you were on suicide watch, right? Like it it sucked. Like yeah. it, it it does, and. It, Man, this this thing's not over. And Courtney has a lot of tough questions to answer from people, right? Like, yeah, she, she's the one at the end of the day that's going to get shit on for this, and it's not fair. We everybody did their absolute best. We had the team, we had the camaraderie com- or whatever you want to call it, and it just literally did not work out. That doesn't mean our guys suck. It doesn't mean that the team sucked and everybody was just on a fucking vacation. Um, I would have liked to have been on vacation. It would have been fun. I was in the fucking trenches, uh, no different than Kyle. Like, man, everybody grinded. We're laying here in bed right now, and everyone's exhausted. But we well, that's because you ate that fucking green shit at your meal tonight. That steak was actually good. <laughs> this is probably just burning a hole in you right now. But who paid, who paid for the steak? Who paid for the steak? I have no idea. Like, it has to Matrix, come out of our own pocket. Matrix no. concepts? No. I vacation. <laughs> well, actually, it's Thanksgiving there, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is Thanksgiving, yes. Yeah. Well, we it have is Thanksgiving. Have, not Thanksgiving for me and Kyle. We're here. Is, it, is there no turkey in France? You didn't have some turkey gravy? And... No, jambal. Ham. Jam. A lot of ham. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, again, no, like you just said, though, Newfin, good point. You know, it's on Courtney's shoulders, but that's why there's a coach of a team. There's a yeah. manager of the team. Yeah. It's her. She'll, she'll grind through and answer the tough questions when they come up and move forward for next year. Like I said, I think this is a, a great positive uh, growth. And like when I did the podcast with her, I, I like this. I like seeing, I like hearing, and I, I see things good for the future of this whole plan and idea moving forward. The results just didn't come this year, which is going to have that negative sort of tone to it. But, you know, fucking bury it. It sucks. Yeah. It's not like, like you said, our racers don't suck. Our country doesn't suck. Our plan doesn't suck. This the the results didn't were there. Move on next year. It's uh um in Matterly, right? Matterly. Didn't they, didn't yeah, they announce yeah. it? it? Goes Matterly, Ironman, and then Spain. Didn't they I announce? I heard. It? I only. I didn't go that far ahead, but okay. I I'm only sorry. heard uh, Matterly for sure next year in twenty four. But let me ask you guys this, and Ken, you could you could answer this, and you know, obviously, you know, with our three riders, Jeff Pettis, Dylan Wright, Ryder McNabb, we watch them weekend and week out. Are we put like when Galdi, when you did the podcast with Courtney, for example, you know, she was saying she, she would love a fifth and be very happy with a sixth or a seventh or whatever. Top yeah. Seven, you know what I mean? Ken, are we putting these guys up? Like, is it like, are we thinking that we're better than maybe we really are? I don't know. Uh, when you're, yeah, like even on our conversation on Wednesday, we are all saying like six to eight. But if you go and look at the actual results, yeah, I know. Uh, I think they would have had if if everything went right. I think they could have been in that ten eleven range, or even yeah. nine. But I mean, uh, ninth was Slovenia, but they had Tim Geyser. He's pretty good. They had Tim Geyser, that He's, a guy that's yeah five seven. Hey, did you see Lewis Phillips tweet today? One of the guys in the team works at a flower shop. Flower shop, I know. I, I, I saw, saw that. I yeah. saw that. Okay, so maybe I those balance each other out. I was, I was scrolling through my phone. I told Dylan he should open a flower shop. <laughs> and then, and then USA gets eighth, right? So, could, could we really expect Team Canada to beat Team USA? It's just so know. frustrating for me. Like I see these some of these guys. 
And like, trust me, man, I love Canadian Moto. I love our guys. I love every single one of them. But man, the like, the guy that won the B final, like he won by a mile. Whoever Portugal, that was, Portugal, Portugal guy. So like, if you're a Canadian and uh, it didn't go well, but if you go lap time to lap time, like, should we hire that guy to come race Canada if you want to win a championship? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. No, it's that not going to work. Is that not way, winning yeah. our soil, man. No, no. Yeah, that's, that's... but if motocross the nations was that go for dunes next year, are we are we fifth? Are we sixth? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, we could you know, be. we get a ping pong ball that's better, and uh, <laughs> you know, then with these crashes and the things I that happen, that's fucking right. I like know, home but... soil, home turf, all that stuff for sure. I don't. I don't think we're asking too much of these guys. I just think I once you get there, the the field is literally. It's a toss-up. It's just a toss-up, right? Like, yeah. Dylan isn't going to be able to come from 25th to 3rd, like, in Canada. Like, your no, start's got to be a point. Look at, and, look at Hunter Lawrence. Like, Hunter Lawrence yeah. is pretty human this weekend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he wasn't that star. And, like, it's it's just so much different, man. And there's so many good guys. Like, well, guys look, that, like sorry, go to the U.S. guys. Look at yeah. Plessinger. Like, we'll use Plessinger and Hampshire. They raced all year. Craig didn't. But they were, like average dudes yeah they, they were just normal out there. they looked yeah, just they, they there was no they like standard. there were no like fuck i watched that guy on instagram and it looks so sick and you know kind yeah. of thing right like and aaron plessinger is a badass mofo on a dirt bike and he just looked like another guy out there compared to some of them and and stuff like that and uh well, look at look at valentine Gio for the story. oh yeah yeah Man. That guy was, for whatever reason, stuck out to me all weekend because he's he's obviously a GP guy, but he was a fucking star this weekend, man. He looked so good. Like yeah, you got good mom, starts. You got good starts good too. Good starts and running up front and like, you know, he doesn't do that necessarily in the GPs, but some people, like, well, obviously some do, but he just fucking knows how to do it. Like get the job done when it's time. It was his day. You know what I mean? And we didn't, as far as Canada, we didn't have it. We didn't have our game. Um, uh, let's let's move on to something, some sort of fun. If obviously uh, you've been to a couple of these now, like Ken, I think you can agree. Watching that on TV, you're just like, holy fuck, look at that crowd. Apparently, yeah. that was the biggest nations they've ever had. Of course, that's usually what most time people say. But apparently, there was over a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Noof, where were you able to watch the motos? <laughs> so, once everything calmed down, we kind of a few of us got together. Me, Colton. Um, we were like, we got to go in this crowd. You couldn't see. You couldn't see, right? Like, there was too many people. So I'm like, man, I want to go feel this vibe. And that's basically what we did. We just went. We just basically pushed our way through a whole bunch of people, and we just stood there and to hear the vibe. And it was crazy. I was just right at the bottom, kind of after the start at the bottom there when they did that, where Jess went down. Yeah, Jess went yeah. down in the B-final. Okay, I was right yeah. there for – for Moto One, uh, Moto Two and Three, I was a little bit further up on the hill. Um, but during when we were still racing, I was able with my pass to get out into the middle of the track and to look over there and see. Like it was unbelievable. It gives you goosebumps. Oh yeah, it gives you goosebumps. Like you never see anything like that in your like. When Dylan Dylan crashed, I had to ride the bike down the hill. I rode that bike through this crowd of people and revving it up and stuff like that. It was just unreal, like unreal the vibe, man. I Why never... didn't you use your pass to go watch the motos over there? I know you no. want to do one, but no, because I still had the Saturday pass on. Because oh, get, uh... I thought they, I thought they just they, no, uh, like, like the have... transponder and supercross, they just cut it off. You can't go here, cut. You didn't kind make of, it. <laughs> kind of, but when you make the motos, they give you new passes. So. so... We didn't... We didn't make the motor, so I you did stand in those crowds, so um, I was watching that, and literally something pops in my head. Where are all those people taking a piss? They're not. Well, we said that. We like, they're either pissing, that. it's all just running down the hill. I'm surprised that <laughs> yeah. turn where Jess should crash, it wasn't just full of piss water. You're not getting <laughs> out of that crowd. If you're in the middle of that hill, like halfway down, you're, you're pissing right there. You have to. And yeah. it was funny, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan said, so he had this spot after a little bit um we got him up on the hill kind of it was i don't know it was hard to explain but he said he l looked down and he saw more dicks he's ever saw in his life and dad said <laughs> i saw more more dicks in five minutes than i have my whole life like there was people just pissing like in the open like it was nuts 
I when I I remember going to a freaking uh, concert, like a Zach Brown concert. We were stuck on this grassy hill, and I'm like, "Where the hell? I'm just like, fucking, I'm going piss right here. These are pissing yeah. at the people's feet in front of me. Totally. Like I can't get out. Like I, I gotta yeah. take a piss, man. Man, <laughs> it was it was nuts, Galdi. And, and yeah. we got there. So on on Sunday, Sunday morning, of course, we had to go super freaking early to the track because we had our warm up and and B final coming up. So we we're there super early. And as the sun rose, like it was dark when we got there. And so as the sun's coming up, oh my God, I gotta go check out the track. I walked down to the start gate and I'm telling you, I guarantee fucking to you, people slept on the hill the night before. Like they didn't go anywhere. They just stayed there. There was, <laughs> if there was, if there was a hundred thousand, well, I think the way I read it, it was a hundred thousand people over the two days. So I think they double that. It was probably 50,000. Mm-hmm. Um, 10,000 of those people slept on the hill the night before because they wow. still looked the way they did the night. Like, you know, when you in Vegas, when you walk down oh, yeah. <laughs> at 2 a.m., yeah. and that guy's playing the, playing the slot machine, and you go to sleep and you come back down, and that guy's still there smoking <laughs> another cigarette. That's, what, like, that, that's how it was. Man. Like, they were literally still there. And the amount of cigarette smoke. Uh, oh, I was going to just ask. Oh, my. Fucking you probably loved it. It was like a dip. Oh, the amount of cigarette smoke and the amount people were drinking beers at six thirty in the morning over there. Like there, it's not. It was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And and I will say uh, that if there was a highlight of the whole weekend, just getting to take in that experience, it was really cool. Yeah. No, I just watched it. And I just like, Red oh Bud, my god. Red Bud, Red Bud was awesome. Like Red Bud was awesome, but nothing compares to what I saw. And I was at Matterly, and I was at Bud's Creek. This is my this will be my fourth nations. Nothing compared to this. Nothing. Yeah. yeah the Euro one is is one that you got to put. If you're a fan of the sport, you got to go to a Euro. When when Fabra and uh, Prado were going at it. Oh yeah. First first moto there. I, I I have no interest in being a French fan. I was cheering for the French, yeah. like because you felt like you needed to do it. You know what I mean? When they were, it, it was electric. I don't know how they heard their motorcycles. Like I don't think they could have. Yeah, they probably. Um, didn't. Sorry, Ken, go ahead. No, I was just saying they probably they probably couldn't hear them because it like even on TV you could hear it during the broadcast. You could tell the JT and uh, Paul Malin would have to like start speaking up because the crowd was so loud. So loud, yeah. The the chainsaws and the horns and man, people are lighting off fireworks and shit. Like, you know, what's crazy. And I said this and this is kind of completely off topic, but you know, when you go to AMA Supercross, uh, Galdi, you were obviously at one this year. Um, you know, you got to empty your pockets and you go through the metal detector type thing. Yeah. And, and you go to a, a concert, like a concert in general and they're, it it was it, there was points of the day yesterday that were kind of terrifying because man people were going nuts crazy yeah. crazy did you go to the podium or no no we we wanted to get out we were still kind of loading up I mean there was a a lot of tear down and stuff and everyone was kind of ready to go I I got back to the pits the pits were actually pretty quiet at the end of the day um, because they do stop the regular general people yeah. from going in there so it was actually pretty quiet it was nice actually because we got to walk around and talk to some people and um and this and that but i didn't go to the podium but man it i'm i'm sure there's still people there like i'm confident that there's still people there. <laughs> like oh, man, ambulances ambulances going through the crowd people are having medical emergencies and stuff and this crowd passing out whatever like I wouldn't be surprised if somebody died there yesterday or a couple. How many Porter Johns on property, Nate? I know not that's, enough, a, that's a concern not for enough you. <laughs> not enough, according to Kyle Springman. Um, but <laughs> there was a green building that did have a, like some real, like running water bathrooms, like full facility type things. So, um, and you know, what's crazy. Another thing that's crazy over here, like, so the semis all have bathrooms in them and stuff. You just let the shitter go right on the ground. Jesus. Really? <laughs> wow. That was, was in that green dish at dinner. No, that was not that. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't, there's no, like, uh, yeah, you just let the shitter go right on the ground. So it started to stink in the pits at the end of the day. Wow. Jesus, nice. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I think that's about it, boys. You guys got anything else or what? Are we missing anything? Mm, I think one thing we, not MXDN related, uh, I don't think we really talked about, is Quinn Amiot confirmed with what you tweeted out there, Galdi? Or is that still nothing's, just kind of... Nothing's final, but it's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a done deal, but it has not been official. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we may see him at Medicine Hat on a green machine. Okay. Oh, yeah? That's yeah. 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 So uh, time will tell here in another uh, week or so. Yeah. 250 or 450? 250. Tanner Ward, 450. Quinn Amiot, 250. Two, two rider team? Two rider team. Yeah. That's the, that's the latest. And uh, Lewis Phillips even tweeted out about Isaac Gifting going to Canada, the, the, what I've been talking about for a while. Oh, really? Um, that was linked to uh, the Gas Gas Squad. So the whole Harrison moving up and all that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, so he's caught wind of that as well. So it might be more concrete. I haven't talked to Alex in a while. I've been busy, but um, yeah, Isaac Gifting might be coming to Canada. Uh, he was he there? New? I don't know if you noticed, but he was. I did see his name. Yeah, he's Sweden, right? I think he's Sweden. I think right. Sweden or Finland? I, yeah. I get him. I think he's up. Swedish. Yeah, he's Swedish. Yeah. Right, huh? Hurt his shoulder. Hurt his shoulder. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, he got hurt or something like that. Um, where's uh, Natsuki going, Goldie? Uh, I don't know. You're the Natsuki whisperer. <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, we signed with PRMX, right? That's what I've been told by PRMX owner Julian Perrier. All that's right, what I've been told. Okay. Well, right. do, do you know something different, Dick? I know. Being a smart ass right you. now. I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking to you. You know everything. You know everything. I know nothing. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's there's true. There's no much truer in life, right there. How are um, the uh, How are you guys like the little updates that we sent? Yep. They were good. Uh, how come there was no update after the B final on Sunday morning? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Eh? I, th- I, f- I feel like people had time to talk on the phone and give us an update. There was no service. Oh, okay. Oh, those yeah. other ones we got were yeah. uh, you were in a different part of the country. <laughs> uh, okay, big shout out one more time to KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, Gas Gas Canada. Thank you so much to that group for helping us out, and congrats to. Uh, um tom vial of uh, for being part of team france winning that on a ktm um race tech suspension the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory level suspension to everyday rider uh, charlie johnston racing suspension is a guy that we uh love to get set up right there and all race tech products are 100 guaranteed and made in the usa versa co coach works all your refurbishment anything you want to get built uh, the GDR lounge. I was in the truck this weekend using it as my uh, sort of storage for all my ammo trophies and everything. It looks beautiful in there. Um, and uh, so Bristol Coachworks uh, at Bristol Coachworks on YouTube and Instagram and callousmoto.com, Canadian brand focused on the ride, fueled by passion. 100% of the proceeds go directly back in the sport. Um, Noof, your what was better, the beer or the wine? Oh, the wine. No, very good. They say they say here in France, the two cheapest things are is housing and wine. <laughs> sounds good. Nice. Housing okay. and wine. Um, also, did you pay Digger for store, storing all your stuff in the GDR semi? We need the money for parts. Uh, <laughs> the e-transfer goes out tomorrow for the rental and everything, yes. But um, yeah. I don't believe that that should get taken from that. But, yes, you take from Peter to pay Paul sometimes. That's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> totally and, uh, and I'm going to say one last quote. This is going to be my quote. I'm going on Paul Pier in about uh, five hours. <laughs> if you weren't there, you don't know the full story of the whole motocross of nations and how things went. If you weren't there, you want to be a keyboard warrior. We all have, have them. But if you weren't there, you don't know the full story. Well, you can know a lot of the story if you listen to Canadian motocross. I understand that. There you go. I understand that, but <laughs> I've had to uh, delete a few um, replies on Instagram to people bitching on our three guys that yeah. tried their best. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just that's today's world, bud. That's I know, but it's still so frustrating, right? But for yeah. Dylan, Ryder, and Jess, you guys are heroes. You'll be legends forever in our sport. It didn't go great. But and by no means should anybody be shitting on your efforts or no. lack thereof or whatever people think. You guys did what you're supposed to do. It just didn't go your way. It's not a fail. Uh, you move past it, go on to next year, raise a bunch of money again, and let's go to Matterly and 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 try to bring another great team and, and showcase what Canadian has. Canada has, not Canada. 
Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. Show what Canadian has. <laughs> All right, boys. I got to take a pee. Uh, yeah. Miss you, Noof. We'll talk to you this week when you get home. I'm off to Southwick, boys. Vet championship oh, ready yeah. to go. I'll be following. Are you picking me up at the airport, Goalie? No, I'm not. I, I changed not my flight. I'm coming in. No, the you didn't. You know what the best part of this, Ken? <laughs> I uh, once when this whole conversation, like maybe two months ago, I did. I just give me a week, Goldie, and I'll let you know if I'm out for Southwick. I have the text on my phone still because I took a screenshot. <laughs> still has not texted me back. Okay, that's my buddy. Hey, Goldie, so I'm assuming he's out. I'm, Goldie, I'm, he's out. Out. I'm out for Southwick. <laughs> yeah. Actually, sorry to keep this going. Is Ken in for Millville? Or I'm, we I'm haven't in. decided on it. Yeah, he's we're, going. We're leaving on Thursday. Nobody will know. Hey, no one will know when he's there. There's no phone, there. Well, there's no phone signal for one, and he won't yeah. talk to anybody. Uh, I'll get some pictures like, with, that, with some people. Who's that fucking giant over there looking at the Millville rollers, the whoop section? Them, just, <laughs> that's yeah. the whoop yeah. monster when he doesn't yeah. have clothes He's on. only been friends with Steve Mathis for fucking longer than we have been. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, friends is not the right word. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, good boys. All right, boys. Have a good afternoon. Banging on door drums. Just couldn't get out of bed today. Banging on old drums seems to find me out of way. Well, I swallow 10,000 pills, drink 500 pills, and still I get up to face the day.